This is the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, episode 27. If you've ever wondered, what's the difference between Raven Sarah and Raven Sarah essential oils? Wonder no more. Today, I'm going to explain the difference and how you use each one. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hello, everyone. Thanks again for being here for the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. As you heard in the intro, my name is Liz Fulcher. I am a clinical aromatherapist with over 25 years of experience. And today is another Ask Liz episode. So what that means is someone wrote to me, asked me a question, and I'm going to answer it publicly on the air rather than just sending back an email. I thought, ooh, this is a good one. I get asked this a lot. So I'm going to go ahead and answer it in the podcast so everyone can learn. So here's the email that I received. Hi, Liz. I love your podcast and am learning so much with each new episode. Oh, that's nice. Can you please help me clarify some name confusion? I have an essential oil called Raven Sarah, but you mentioned Ravit Sarah in your podcast number 14 about 1-8-Sineal. Is that the same oil with a different spelling? Or are they different essential oils? Thank you very much. Teresa Melman from San Diego, California. Such a great question. And I do get asked this one quite a bit. So thank you for writing, Teresa, first and foremost. And thank you for asking a super duper question. And any of you can write to me. You just uh, go to the contact page, which I'll put in the show notes. And in the subject line, put Ask Liz. Ask me a question. And I, if I haven't already answered it, I'll go ahead and answer it on the air. So let me get down to this business of trying to explain the difference. When I do this in the classroom, it's very easy because I draw pictures on the board. And most people I find who are most people in, in the aromatherapy business, most people actually, I think, are really do really well learning visually. So I draw pictures and that does seem to help. But that's okay. Um, I'll talk, I have got some pictures for you, which I'm going to talk to you about at the end of the podcast. All right. So there are two separate essential oils, Raven Sarah, spelled R-A-V-E-N-S-A-R-A, and Ravent Sarah, R-A-V-I-N-T-S-A-R-A. They are very often confused because they come from the same country, but they are from different trees, and I'm going to get more in depth in that in a second. But when they're said quickly, they sound very much alike, Raven Sarah, Raven Sarah. It could even sound like you're just tomatoes, tomatoes, like you're just pronouncing them differently. So they sound alike, but they are from different trees and they are really different therapeutically and chemically. So let's travel in our minds to the beautiful, lush, tropical island called Madagascar. Madagascar is located in the Indian Ocean. It is... It's uh, off of Southeast Africa, just really off the coast of Mozambique, and it's stunning. It is a beautiful country with so much different, diverse uh, agriculture. 
you know, plant life, foliage. It's also really big for, for tourists because it's a spectacular place with that. When you see pictures of like the um, aquamarine water and the white sand and then those beautiful palm trees that sort of lean out over into the ocean. So that could be Madagascar. And it's personally on my bucket list of places to vacation. Okay, I just went down a tropical vacation rabbit hole. So back to the trees. There are two trees in Madagascar that produce essential oils. The first is Ravensara, and the Latin binomial is Ravensara aromatica. The second is Ravensara, also known as ho-leaf, H-O, ho-leaf. And that comes from a tree called Cinnamomum camphora chemotype 1,8 cineol. So before I get into more specifics about these trees, what we're really talking about here is taxonomy, the name of the plant the essential oil was drawn from. So if you know the name of the plant, then you have a better sense of what oil you have. So as you can see by what I just shared with you, Ravensara and Ravensara, they have common names, meaning the names that we just use in conversation, that are, sound very similar. But their Latin names, Ravensara aromatica versus Cinnamomum camphora chemotype 1,8 cineol, are really different. That's because they come from really different trees. Is that clear so far? I have a blog post I did all about plant taxonomy, and I'm going to put that in the show notes to give you a better understanding about using these different Latin names. But that is the bottom line. Whenever you're confused about the name of an essential oil, stop and look at the scientific name. It is that fancy name that's written under the common name. So if you have lavender underneath it, you'll have most likely lavandula angustifolia. Or if you have spike lavender, you'll have lavandula latifolia. Different different um, plant sources. So always look at the Latin binomial, Teresa, whenever you're not sure about the common names. Chamomile is another big one. A lot of people are not sure the difference between German chamomile and Roman chamomile. Are they the same oil? Are they used for the same thing? They have way different uh, Latin binomials. Okay, so let's... Uh, so let me continue on now about the difference between these two trees. So actually, let me start with the similarities. Both essential oil of Ravensara and the essential oil of Ravensara, a.k.a. Ho-leaf. So there's another thing. Ravensara has two common names, Ravensara or Ho-leaf. And actually, Ho-leaf is probably a less confusing name to call it because it doesn't sound like Ravensara. Anyway, Ravensara and Ravensara... Both are, the essential oil of both of those trees are extracted from the leaves. So for that, there is a similarity. However, that's where the similarity ends. They have a lot of difference in their constituents, their chemical constituents. So Ravensara, the one with the T in it, Cinnamomum camphora, chemotype 1,8 cineol, contains about, well, it depends on the batch, about half, like 50%, 1,8-cineal. 1,8-cineal is the name of a molecule, a chemical constituent, that some essential oils or that some plants produce. And it's really easy, actually, to know when an essential oil is high in 1,8-cineal because it has a eucalyptus camphoraceous kind of a smell. So when you smell eucalyptus and you get that <gasps> head-opening kind of property where your, your sinus passages feel cleared... That's probably the 1,8-cineal that is doing that. 
if you smell Ravensera essential oil, it smells very similar to eucalyptus. Another one is rosemary. Some rosemary essential oils have a lot of 1,8-cineal molecules present in that oil, and often it has also that same kind of head-opening quality. So 1,8-cineal is actually very easy to recognize in an essential oil. If it has, if you smell an essential oil and it's got a eucalyptus kind of a undertone, no doubt what you're smelling is the 1,8-cineal. So going back to our friend Ravent Sarah essential oil, that smells a lot like eucalyptus. It has this high 1,8-cineal content. So let's talk a little more about 1,8-cineal. It is in the oxide chemical family, and here are some of the therapeutic properties of an oil high in 1,8-cineal, like the Ravensera. So 1,8-cineal is, it'll kill airborne bacteria. It is analgesic, so it's really good for pain. It's anti-inflammatory. It is antiviral. That's really important. Dopaminergic. Isn't that a great word? A 1-8-cineal will help to stimulate the brain in the sense of um, it'll help to increase your focus and in your concentration. And that is because of the dopaminergic properties of this 1-8-cineal molecule. So it also increases cerebral blood flow. Again, gets the, the brain flowing. And it's um, mucolytic. So 1-8-cineal Again, has the eucalyptus smell. It is, it'll help to thin the mucus in your respiratory system. Okay, that was Ravensera. Now let's take a look at the second essential oil called Ravensera, but has no T in the name, and whose Latin binomial is Ravensera aromatica. It has about 3% 1,8-cineal. It depends on the batch, again, but... Look at the difference, 50% 1,8-cineal to about 3% 1,8-cineal in Ravensera. So right away, you know what? That it's going to smell different. It's not going to have that strong eucalyptusy kind of a smell. It's also not going to have a lot of the strong properties that 1,8-cineal offers the Ravensera. So right off the bat, it's not going to be as strongly mucolytic for the respiratory system. And it's also not going to be that have that dopaminergic property in which helps the focus and concentration. Let's take a look at what it does have. So Ravensera, again, it's distilled from the leaves of the Ravensera aromatica tree, is strongly antiviral. And this is my go-to for shingles. So I like to blend, and I learned this from my friend Marge Clark of naturesgift.com. She carries a terrific uh, Raven Sarah and also the carrier that I'm going to recommend, Tamanu Oil. If you blend Tamanu Oil and Raven Sarah together, it is a terrific remedy for shingles to help relieve the pain and the inflammation and just basically to overall to heal it. You want a good antiviral oil when dealing with something like shingles. And Ravensera is super. And just as an aside, I did a really good blog post on the Tamanu carrier oil. I'll put a link to that in the show notes for today as well. Chemically, Ravensera has, well, it depends on the batch. I mean, it's hard to generalize. And this is why I strongly recommend you do learn essential oil chemistry and learn what the, the chemical words mean. And when you're Working with an essential oil, go with a specific batch so the GCMS report matches that batch. Ravensera aromatica is high in monoterpenes, and in particular in the component called limonene. Limonene is really good for boosting the immune system, so it's a great immunity oil. Ravensera does have a molecule that is a little bit concerning. 
once again, I'm going to keep stressing it, check your batch. But Raven Sarah can contain a component called methyl cavicol. Methylcavicol is also known as estragol or estragol. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. E-S-T-R-A-G-O-L-E. At about 10 to 12%. And this has some serious safety concerns because it's an ether. And the ether families can be concerning, especially in pregnancy. So if you're going to use the Raven Sarah Aromatic Essential Oil, please do learn about the safety precautions specific to that oil. Aromatically, Raven Sarah is softer. It doesn't have quite that sharp edge that you get from the 1-8 Sineal in the Ravent Sarah. Raven Sarah can almost have kind of a licorice undertone. It depends how much methylcavicol is in it because that molecule will give it a licorice kind of an aroma. But it's a little more earthy and softer and um, it's very nice. It has actually quite a nice scent. You do want to be careful also with Raven Sarah that in a really high dilution, it can be irritating to the skin. But we don't use high dilutions, do we? I'd say 3 to 5% is as high as you need to go. So to recap their uses, Ravit Sarah, known as Cinnamomum Camphora Chemotype 1-8 Cineol, is great for the respiratory system. That is my go-to, one of my go-to essential oils for clearing uh, mucus, as it thins the mucus, it'll help you expel it. It's great in a steam inhalation. One drop of essential oil in a bowl of hot water, put your head down and put a towel over your head, breathe it in. That's great for any kind of a cold, flu thing going on. Ravit Sarah is, it's also good to boost immunity um, and it's great to diffuse if someone in the house is unwell. It's great for aching, sore muscles, a soothing sports rub. It's also great, I actually also use it in, um, like if there's a sore throat. Raven Sarah is even more strongly antiviral. That is um, one that I use primarily actually for shingles. And that I add with Tamanu essential, I beg your pardon, with Tamanu carrier oil to make a blend against shingles. You could also diffuse Raven Sarah because it's antiviral. Again, if someone in the house is ill, you can certainly diffuse it and it will help keep other people well. It's a super immunity booster and it just doesn't have that strongly camphoraceous aroma that you find with Raven Sarah. I hope that explanation helped you to understand the difference between Raven Sarah and Raven Sarah essential oils. Now I'm going to throw another uh, essential oil in the mix. Ready? There's a third tree that can sometimes create confusion as well. So now we're moving to another country. We're going to the Asia, to the mystical, beautiful countries of China, Taiwan, Japan. There's a tree that grows there that's called, ready? Cinnamomum camphora, chemotype linalol. Linalol is a molecule and linalol has wonderful skin uh, healing properties. Whenever an essential oil is high in the component linalol, which is in the monoterpenal family, it's all kinds of skin friendly. We love to see linalol in, a, in a, an essential oil. Lavender is high in linalol, and of course that's our go-to for skin. Rosewood, palmarosa, geranium, those all have linalol in them. Well, Cinnamomum camphora, chemotype linalol, is a tree that produces a lot of linalol in its wood. That common name is called hoe wood. Okay, so we've got 
way over in Madagascar, we've got Cinnamomum camphora, chemotype 1,8 cineol, also known as hoe leaf. And then go over to Asia, and you've got Cinnamomum camphora, chemotype linalool tree, and that common name is hoe wood. Why in the world we've got the exact same genus and species with different chemotypes on the other side of the world is a mystery that Mother Nature can tell us. I don't know. That's what I call the PFM factor of aromatherapy, the pure freaking magic. And actually, probably a botanist could explain it. So you've got the Ravensera, also known as hoe leaf, and you've got hoe wood. And they both come from the Cinnamomum camphora tree, but they have different chemotypes, which means a different chemical profile. You want to know your Latin binomials, you want to know your chemistry. So little things like this don't completely throw you into a tizzy. And I just want to say thank you again, Teresa, for asking this question. It was a really great opportunity for a good lesson. Now, I have a little surprise for you guys. I made a visual aid. I call it the uh, Ravensera Ravensera Learning Guide. And it's just three pages. And it's got a visual aid in there of the different trees. And it's broken down visually so that you can get this concept in another way rather than just hearing me talk about it. To get your learning guide, you're going to go to today's episode, aromaticwisdominstitute.com forward slash 027 and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page and you'll see where you can download it. The Ravensera Ravensera Essential Oil Learning Guide. I hope you enjoy that and I hope it really helps. And now it's time to take a second to smell my life. Smell My Life is a quick little segment where I share some way in which I used aromatics in a real way in my life. And I was at the beach with my grandson, with my whole family, actually my husband and my kids and my grandson. And we stayed in a hotel room that smelled stuffy. I always doctor my hotel rooms with essential oils. I might clean the toilet. I might clean the sink. I might throw, sprinkle them on the sheets. I bring essential oils along when I travel, and I really do use them a lot to both sanitize and, and just improve the air in the hotel room. Well, we had a, a window air conditioner in our room, and I know that those things can be very stinky and just create more problems in the room by bringing in dust. Now, I know people who actually take the filter out of those and wash them. I didn't even think to do that. I might do that next time. But what I did was I took a napkin from a place we'd eaten dinner. It was a good thick piece of paper. And I sprinkled it with clove and lemongrass essential oils. Those are antiviral, antiseptic, and they smell really good. And I stuffed it into the air conditioner. Now, if you're going to do this, be careful you don't get the essential oil portion on the plastic slats in the air conditioner because it will corrode. So you want to kind of put the clean part in the slats, stuff it in there, and then sprinkle the essential oils on the part that kind of sticks out. So when the air conditioner is on and the fan is blowing, it blows that beautiful smell into your room and it does help keep it um, sanitized as well. That's the bulk of what I have to share with you this week. Don't forget to get your free essential oil learning guide by going to the into the show notes in uh, for this episode, aromaticwisdominstitute.com forward slash 027. Please go to iTunes and leave a review for this podcast. 
I really so deeply appreciate when people do that because it really helps people find the podcast. And you can go to aromaticwisdominstitute.com forward slash iTunes to do that. I have an aromatherapy teacher training coming up November 16th to 19th in Sealands Grove, Pennsylvania. That's an outstanding course, if I may say so myself. Four days of immersing you into how to be an aromatherapy teacher. Teacher, You'll go away with a script, with a check, with lots of checklists of everything you need to teach your first class. You will get all the notes and everything to go inside the binder to give your students. You can literally take the class and the following weekend teach a two-day workshop and charge $300 per person and earn back the cost of the tuition. And I've had students who've done that. So I will put that link to the teacher training in show notes as well. You guys have been great. Thank you so much for always being here and, and having me in your earbuds. I love all of you very much. Until next time, be happy, be well. 